0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: It's not faith in God's power that secures His blessing, but it's faith in His love and in His will. Now, you see, you hear people everywhere say, well, I know God's able. See, that's faith in His power. In other words, that means He can do it. But the same people go right on, just like they were. Notice the first statement in our text, here in Psalm 145.8. The first statement, the Lord is gracious.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, God's healing mercy. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: You know, uh, like I said, people will sometimes magnify the sovereignty of God. Thank God he is a sovereign being. But they say, well, now God's sovereign, God's great, God can do anything he wants to do. If he wants to do it, he'll do it. Well, now that sounds good, and it sounds very religious, but right on the other hand, when you get into the Bible, you see statements like this, even Jesus, and like I said, Jesus is God manifested the flesh. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Why don't he just knock the door down and come on in, if that's what he wants to do? He didn't say, behold, I knock the door down and come on in. He said, I stand at the door and knock. Now, if you'll make it possible for me to do so, I'll come in and sup with you. Hallelujah. Didn't he say so? I stand at the door and knock. Whosoever will or whosoever will open the door. Hallelujah. Hallelujah then he'll come in. He's not an intruder. He's not an outlaw. Amen. Isn't that right? So that's what I mean by making it possible for God to do for you what he wants to do in his word. You know, I've talked to people uh, like, for instance, in seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost and and said the same thing to them about healing. uh, that had been seeking for years, years, years. I don't mean just four or five years. 15, 20, 25 years, loved the Lord. Why didn't God just go ahead and baptize them with the Holy Ghost anyway? And I've said to them, you see, to stimulate their faith, to get them to believing right, because their believing was wrong, that's quite obvious, or they would receive by now. I said, God wants to baptize you with the Holy Ghost more than you want it. They looked at you in disbelief. They couldn't believe that. I said, God's more willing to, give, to fill you with the Holy Ghost than you're willing to be filled. Just like he's more willing to save the sinner than the sinner is willing to be saved. He's willing all the time. He's been willing to save the sinner before the foundation of the world. Because in the Bible, we read that the Bible said Christ was as a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. You see? The problem is not getting God willing, but to get the sinner willing. I pointed that out. And I said, you see, the Holy Ghost and healing likewise are gifts, just like a, the new birth's a gift. And God's already made the provision. He's bound to be willing for you to have it. He's already made the provision for it. And he wants you baptized with the Holy Ghost more than you want to be baptized. He yearns to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. He yearns to heal you more than you desire to be healed. Now, I've had this to happen. Those very same people that had been seeking to baptize the Holy Ghost for a year, 25 years, 30 years, as I talked to them, as they began to see the willingness of God, the mercy of God, and that that's exactly what he wanted to do without any further seeking while I'm still talking, I've had them just lift their hands and start talking in tongues instantly. They accepted his gift. Seen the same thing happen with healing. When you could get them into the position that their minds and their hearts, you see, was filled with the knowledge of God and realize that he wants me well more than I want to be well. And what a desire we have. If we're sick to be well, I know. I've been there. But he wants you well more than you want to be well. He yearns to Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, it's not faith in God's power that secures his blessing. But it's faith in his love and in his will. Now, you see, you hear people everywhere say, well, I know God's able. See, that's faith in his power. In other words, that means he can do it. But the same people go right on, just like they were. Notice the first statement in our text, here in Psalm 145, 8. The first statement, The Lord is gracious. Now, that might be a little bit blind to us. I don't know. In other words, he's full of grace. But, but another translation reads, The Lord is disposed to show favors. That means he wants to. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's not wanting to withhold from you. He's disposed to show favors. The Lord is disposed to show favors. That's another way of saying the Lord is gracious. He's full of grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's disposed to show favors. Dwell on that a little while. Man, if that won't set your heart to jump in, I don't know what will. And You know, your heart, your spirit on the inside of you, Glory. Now, you see, this glorious fact that shines with such a brilliancy all through the scriptures has, as Brother Bosworth said, been so eclipsed by modern theology that we hear everywhere the Lord is able instead of hearing the Lord is gracious or the Lord is willing. And that's what we ought to hear. Hundreds, Brother Bosworth said, I'm quoting him now. He said, hundreds needing healing have come are written to us. Saying, concerning their need of deliverance, the Lord is able. The Lord is able. But their teachings, as well as their lack of teaching, has kept them from knowing that the Lord is willing. And that's what we've got to come to know. That he's not only able but willing. Brother Bosworth went on to say, How much faith does it take to say the Lord is able? None. None. Are you listening? How much faith, Brother Bosworth said, does it take to say the Lord is able? And I like this statement that he made. He said. The devil knows God's able, and he knows the devil knows that he's willing. But he's kept the people from knowing the latter fact. He don't care for you knowing he's able, but he don't want you to find out that God's willing. Hallelujah! Now, Brother Bosworth went on to say, Satan is willing. We shall magnify the Lord's power because he knows that's not enough sufficient basis for faith. But he knows the Lord's compassion and willingness is a sufficient basis for faith. Let's magnify his compassion. Let's magnify his willingness. Now, Brother Bosworth went on to say, Before praying for the healing of people, we have to wait to teach them the word of God until they can say, the Lord is gracious or willing instead of saying, the Lord is able. Brother Bosworth went on to say, this is exactly what Jesus had to do before healing the leper who said, if thou wilt, thou canst. He showed his willingness so that the man could really expect healing. Well, now, you know, if you've been in these classes, of course, many folks haven't been here, but some of you have, that again and again, we've, we have presented many, many, many scriptural proofs of the Lord's present willingness to heal. But even when we advance from saying he's able to saying he's able, he is willing, this is not enough. The word willing, as Brother Bosworth put it, is too tame to fully express God's merciful attitude toward us. Now let's look at some scriptures concerning God's merciful attitude toward us. And of course, his merciful attitude toward us Reveals his willingness toward us. Look at Micah, the 7th chapter, 18th verse. It says, He delighteth in mercy. Now, I want you to hold in mind that mercy does not just have to do with forgiveness of sin, it has to do with healing. You could read that like this He delighteth in the mercy of forgiveness, He delighteth in the mercy of
0: healing. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the Slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan, Casting all of your cares upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of twenty dollars. That's six ninety five off the retail price. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rhema.org.
2: Well, honey, guess
0: what? Christmas lights.
2: Christmas lights. Rainbow lights are going on in the park, and there will be over two million, million lights on this campus, all on over. On this campus, yes. But the park, where oh, you walk through, guys. walk across that bridge with that canopy of lights that are all set to music, and then as you're walking across over to your left on the on the hillside, there yes. is all the all all the lights all set to the music. It's just fantastic. Then you can drive around the campus or walk around it. Or uh, There's a guy that comes in with his horses and carriages, and he sets up over in the corner over there, and you can take a carriage ride. That's right. Hey, it all starts at about 6 o'clock on Wednesday night, November the 27th, and it runs until... 11 o'clock on January the 1st, That's 11 right. o'clock that night, PM. You know, some people may say, why do you light up the campus at Christmas? Well, Jesus is the light of the world. Yeah. And
1: we just let this be just a, a sign that Jesus is the light of
2: yeah, the world. Hey. You 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 want to come and see it? They come from all over Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, all over. I see I see church buses and I see buses with uh, Kansas yes. license tags and and Arkansas and Missouri and
1: Texas And Texas.
2: Yes. Uh, people come to see the lights. In fact, my son said, I don't know, I don't keep up with that stuff, but he said they have been voted in the, in the, one of the top 10 best light displays in in the in the you know, nation so yes, praise yes, the lord amen yes. so you need to come and see him and then right after that you can join uh, in the Rama Bible Church for hour of power that's right. right that's right
0: tomorrow more from Kenneth e. Hagin on God's healing mercy if you'd like you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rema for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.